amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform, Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there and welcome to the Cultivating Herspace podcast, live Herspace chat on Spotify Green Room. I'm Terry Lomax, author, speaker, and brand strategist, and one half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast, which has new episodes every single Friday and bonus video content for each episode on Patreon every Thursday night. You can also find us on most platforms where podcasts are played. And if you listen on Spotify, you can get our exclusive after show in app every week. Now, if you'd like to start your own podcast and you're interested in making multiple streams of income, you can join me in my free podcasting masterclass at podcastwithterry.com. Today, we're going to talk about adulting, y'all, okay? Adulting, all the things they didn't tell us about this adulting journey. So stay tuned, take some notes, share your gems on social media, and now I'm going to pass it on over to my co-host, Dr. Dom. All right. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. I am the other half of Cultivating Her Space podcast, Dr. Dom. I am a licensed psychologist and college professor. When I am not working with Terry on the podcast, I am providing therapy for those who reside in the state of California. So if you live in California and are ready to begin your therapy journey, then you can find me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That is D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com. All right. So today, as Terry mentioned, we have a, we have a juicy topic, one that all of us can relate to. So I'm going to start us off with the quote of the day. Where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in youth. That is a Yoruba proverb. So I'm going to read it to us for us one more time. Where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in youth. T, I don't know about you, but when I think about the future, right? And I think about what I want my life to look like if I am fortunate enough to live into old age. When I think about that and what I want my life to look like, I think about what am I doing now to be prepared 
for that, right? And and to be real, y'all, there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing now that I wish someone would have really told me about sooner because I would have I would be in a different position than I am now. What about for you, T? I honestly I would agree with you. I feel like at the same time, I don't know if I would have listened to the advice. Because one thing I remember my dad always saying in my past used to always say, like, make sure you save $25 a week or, you know, save a certain amount of money and have the savings and do this. And I feel like when I was younger, I would do it. I would try it. And then I spend the money. You know what I mean? Like I would just I was learning. And so there's definitely a lot of stuff that I think about now. I'm just like, oh, I wish I had a a, a course or a, a lesson in school about this because now in adulthood, it's just, it's real. Adulting is no joke, okay? And I think back to when we were younger, you know, most of us, our parents would be like, don't be in a rush to get grown. Don't be in a rush to be an adult. You got to pay bills and do this. And I, yes, part of me, right, right, part of me wishes yes. that I had a bit of gratitude. I mean, I wasn't this aware I was a smart kid, but I wasn't this aware. I wish I had gratitude for the ease and the carefreeness of being a young person because I felt like the older I got, the more I realized that, damn, this is a, this is a cold world we live in. Yeah, there are good things, but this, this world is intense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that I, I, I resonate with that for sure. You are absolutely right. This is a cold, cold world with no Snuggie. And so, <laughs> and so you have to, you have to figure things out. And the thing is, is that I really agree with you on what you said around the things that they told us when we were young, we weren't necessarily developmentally ready for. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can tell like my nieces enjoy where you are right yeah yeah at this stage in life but the part of it is they don't they're in that stage and so they don't have the wisdom that i have right just like i don't have i don't have the wisdom that my grandmother has and so i and so but being in that middle stage that sandwich space i try to take in the wisdom that my grandmother shares with me now. Exactly. Because I I recognize that when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I didn't listen when I should have listened because I thought Mm -hmm. I knew it all. Yeah. As most folks do at that age. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And I also think about how we don't really have anything to compare it to when we're that young. So like, you don't know what it's like right. to have the stress of the world on your shoulders and be paying bills and trying to just figure things out in life. So I think not having anything to compare it to also makes us like, uh, I don't really know. But I will say I hung around a lot of old heads when I was younger and I was up under the elders. I loved being around older people. And I, I think it may have been because I was very close to my grandparents, but I did take some of that advice. Like I took heed. I listened to some of that stuff and I avoided a lot of mistakes and a lot of mishaps in life because I did listen. And so when I think about the things that I'm like, they didn't tell us about this. One, 401ks. That's the person that comes to mind. 401ks, right? And just managing your benefits, <laughs> your benefits, right? At a yes. new job, at a new company, whatever. That's one. I think about even like stock options and like trademarks, you know, when we think about intellectual property or we think about building wealth, 
those are things that we've gotten into in the past few years. I say we, as in like Dr. Dom and I have dove into that in the past few years, but I didn't learn about that growing up. You know what I mean? I sure didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're right. Like I think about those things. Like I think about for me, when I had my first quote unquote real job, right? And and how I'm defining a real job is that job that does offer benefits, right? And and recognizing that the first job that I the first real job that I had that offered benefits was my postdoc. And the thing mm-hmm. is with that, I what I can recall is that I if someone had ex- was explaining to me, if someone from HR was explaining to me the full realm of benefits, I probably wasn't listening because I right in this moment, I don't remember a conversation where mm-hmm. they really explained the benefits. So I want to yeah. give room for maybe they did and I wasn't listening. Yeah. But but <laughs> the and so I think also part of it was I also knew that that job was for one year. And so since it was for one year, I don't think that I took benefits seriously, right? It wasn't until I got the full-time job after that where I started looking at what are the options available to me and looking at the options that were presented to me, even then, I still didn't know what I was supposed to be looking for, right? Mm. Right. I also didn't know about salary negotiation at mm. that stage in the game, like yep. early, like the first stages in my career. Wait, and, Dom, you remember the days when we would get an offer and you're like, yes, I'll take the first offer. You don't negotiate. You don't say nothing. You're just like, nothing, I'll take whatever they give nothing. me. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone, not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans. And it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery bus boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. What I love most about Black stories, Black truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. 
I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an icon and our favorite rich auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. What I am learning today mm-hmm. is the power of negotiation. Right. And so even though I after that first job, the with the mistakes that were made and the lessons learned. It's still a learning process. Right. With each new with each new gig, it's. How do I navigate these conversations? Right. How do I tell? So how do I advocate for what I want when I'm negotiating? But how do I even know what I want, particularly for those folks going into their first job? Right. How do you know what's good in terms of retirement benefits? How do you know what's good in terms of medical, dental and vision benefits? Right. Like how, How do you really know? if the job that's giving you this offer is good. Right. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg in adulting. That's just like like finding the job that's going to fund the other things you want to do in adulthood. Mm -hmm. Girl, you hit the nail on the head. That is spot on. And I would also add, I'm thinking about, I think we may have said insurance is another one where it's just like, yes. what life insurance? I mean, all, all, all the insurance, right? All the things, right? I think about friendship breakups. I think about managing a, your new child, like managing children in addition to your mm-hmm. own life child. That yes. has been a whole journey. Um, yes. Someone, Keisha in the chat said it's exhausting being an adult. It is. It is exhausting being an adult. It is. Um, Man, it is. And one thing I know we're going to dive into story time. So one of the things that I think about as well is the folks who had to, I want to say, pick up the pieces 
that their family may not have prepared them for, right? Picking up pieces. So maybe your parents either made some mistakes or they did the best. Many of our parents did the best they could with what they had, but that didn't really put us in the ideal space. And so for me, my personal experience of really realizing just how real the adult, this adulting life is. I think I was around 18. Actually, I was in, I was in high school at the time and I was preparing for college. And at that age, right. Being a, actually, I'm sorry, I was 17. 17, I learned that the name that I was raised with was not my legal name. So I was right, you know, Terry is the name that I go by today, but I was raised in my household under Erica. That was the name that my family, my siblings, my family, that's what everyone called me, Erica. And so my mom had gotten married and added her husband's, her new husband's name, my bonus dad, the dad who passed away, if you listen to the podcast or read my book. And my name was Erica Williams. So Dom, I'm going to the dentist. My dentist is calling me Erica Williams. Erica Williams is on my insurance, like my dental insurance. And I always thought about that one movie. I can't remember the movie, but where this guy dies and they have to pull his dental record to identify him. And I always used to think about this, like, damn, they wouldn't even really know who I am because my dental records are false. Like, this is not my name. Damn. Girl. Damn. So the, I'm looking, the, the ramifications, the damn. ramifications of it all. And so I'm in school applying for colleges and I was like, damn, do I apply for colleges with the name that's on my high school transcript, Erica Williams, or do I use the name that's on my social and my birth certificate, which is Terry Lomax. So I was in, it was a whole, it was very stressful. Like it was as a, as a teenager dealing with this situation that I did not cause, I was just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So yeah. long story short. I ended up using my my legal name because I felt like that made sense. I didn't want to have a transcript when I was applying for real jobs that would need my identification not to match up. So it was a long process that I ended up having to work through on my own, but it was stressful as hell. And I think about the situations where, you know, some of us out there, you might have had a house when you were an infant or in middle school, or you might have had a light bill in your name. And you you was paying a, a light bill before you had a bank account. You know what I mean? Because if your parents, they pulled that trick where they got your your name on the house or on the light bill, that could have messed, you know, it could mess you up in adulthood. So those are some of the things that some of us deal with. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, all I can do is like sigh because I feel it in my spirit like that is like Keisha said it is exhausting right Mm -hmm. and to think you know and 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 Terry for you to be 17 having to navigate a situation that people in their 40s probably would be struggling with to navigate right yes and so I I just think about how there are certain things that generations ahead of us didn't prepare us for and like you said some of that is because they didn't know right Mm -hmm. so you can't you can't teach someone what you don't know yourself right exactly exactly and so i also think about in terms of like how do we help folks navigate this right that are Like some of the younger folks that are coming into adulthood and they are Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, getting their first job that's offering benefits. Right. And they are having to make decisions about, oh, they've lived in their hometown 
for their entire life. Yeah. And now they have to decide, do I want to move somewhere else? Mm -hmm. Right. Like whether it's for school or another job or perhaps a partner. And, and so how do they navigate that? Right. How do they navigate when they learn that, Oh, so I've had a light bill in my name since I was two and I didn't even know it. Right. Or they go to apply for their first credit card and they learn, Oh, I already have a credit score because there was stuff in my name already. Yeah. How do they navigate that? How do they navigate finding their first apartment and knowing what to look for? Because I think about the place that I lived when I was in college and let's be real. That was a shithole. And, and like I, I, and, and I think about, let me back off of it was a shithole because there's I've seen worse living conditions. It Mm. was the worst spot that I've ever lived in. And I was intentional after that to be, to know what to look for. Yeah. As I found a new place, like each new place I lived, I was intentional about making sure that it wasn't going to be like that spot, like that first apartment. Right. Yeah. You know what, Dom? I do think that having mentors is helpful as far as trying to navigate your way and figure out like, what am I doing? Because I know some of us, some of us were prepared, right? Like we feel like we had a smooth transition into adulthood and then others of us were like, ah, this was, this was the, this is very challenging. And I think that finding mentors is really helpful. I would say also you can adopt mentors in your head. Like if you want to go read a book, one of my favorite books growing up was um, Stephen Covey. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I read the teen yes. version when I was in college, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. And so sometimes if you rock with someone's material, you can just adopt them in your head as a mentor, follow them on social media, look at the free game they're giving. If you have the money to invest in them, do that. And that can, you know, if you want to do that for different topics in life. So maybe you have a mentor in your head for the 401k, right? Or your career. Maybe you have a mentor in your head for, um, you know, friendship breakups or mental health, right? Maybe you listen to the Cultivating Her Space podcast and you're kind of getting some gems from, you know, from us, whatever it might be. I think tapping into folks that are where you want to be or that have the knowledge that you want, especially if you come from a family where they didn't know and they did the best they could. I think that's all spot on, right? And yeah, so when whenever you don't know, find someone who might know and ask. And if they don't know, they can point you to who does know. So we want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of Green Room, where we are talking about what they didn't tell us about adulting. And we will catch you next time. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.